0: Welcome to Movies with Heart. I'm your host, Sam Fullhart, joined as always by my co-host, Paul Fullhart. No relation. We have an exciting episode today. Uh, we are continuing our uh, Batman series. Paul, can you re- refresh my memory on the title of this series? Appreciate the I, call out. Uh, it is the bat Bat-Bat <laughs> um, series. The Bat Tacular Bat Bat series. That's fantastic. There might I even be a that,
1: third bat. I might have shortchanged it. We'll we'll see.
0: <laughs> I'll throw in an extra bat for good measure. The bat tacular bat 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 series. <laughs> I believe that I forgot to mention it on our Batman and Robin episode. Felt really bad about that. Otherwise happy with how the episode turned out. Um but yeah, now we're we're turning to a, 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 n- a new chapter in the the life of The Batman of the cinema. Uh, This is the first uh, picture in the Christopher Nolan series uh, entitled Batman Begins. Um, this, This film came out in 2005. Paul,
1: what do you remember about it? Great question. Um, I've been trying to rack my brain to go but go back to the beginning. (laughs) I'll be honest I couldn't even remember whether I saw this movie in theaters or not which uh, (laughs) considering this is my favorite Batman movie at least going to be pre-watching that's kind of surprising (laughs) to to be (laughs) honest considering some of the other movies that I remember from this time that I don't like as much Um, uh, so I I don't really know what's going on with there. Were you watching um,
0: PG thirteen movies at this time? Were, you, were your parents I think, allowing um, that sort after, of
1: thing? After mulling it over, it sounds like I have indeed watched several PG thirteen movies <laughs> in the years before this one. So I guess I guess that I have been, but you know, I may, maybe I don't have the theater movies, but I remember distinctly remember I own this, or my family, I should say, own this on DVD. <laughs> and me and one of my brothers, we watch this movie all the time. I'm gonna say in the scale of two to three times a year, maybe more, for like a a good chunk of time. So I've maybe I don't remember in theaters, but there's always something special about like just me, my brother in the living room. We just like this. This was like a go a go to movie, and so I have a lot of fond memories. Uh, th- thinking back, um, hanging out with them and going through this for for whatever reason of the three Nolan movies that we're starting in, that this has always been the one. That I've uh, gone back to for, for revisiting. Oh, wh- what what about you, Sam? What's wh- what do you remember about seeing this as a kid?
0: Yeah, so I was uh, I was fourteen when this came out, and I was I was pretty into Roger Ebert uh, at the time. So I remember reading the, his four star review of Batman Begins, and that was that was so exciting. I felt like you know I I, was, I think it's I was already. It's made it exactly, yeah. Movie. And I, I remember seeing the trailer and you know, I'd never heard of Christian Bale and I I honestly I was not sure uh if I was if it was gonna be good. I I, rem- I remember kind of my I, I was I was ready to be disappointed. Um and I, I feel j- like in the- tra- a
1: jaded a jaded 14 year old saying, Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well and I you know, I think yeah, I was I was trying to uh just yeah, it was at the, at the point where I wasn't liking everything Yeah, you, that you, learn, I saw. you
1: learned what a bad movie was. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was still in the stage where everything, because it was on a screen, was good. So, yeah, you, yeah. you'd reach the next level. Right, right. Developing and I'm sure if you'd, taste, if you will. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and I'm sure if you'd asked me at the time, uh, despite how much I, I love Batman and Robin uh, on our revisit, I'd, I'm sure at th- at that point I would have said that it was a bad movie. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I remember just being so excited uh, that, you know, a Batman movie and and I, you know, I still had this childhood love of Batman that that, that had gotten the Roger Ebert uh, seal of approval. And I remember really enjoying it in the theater and, um, w- yeah, I watched it many times subsequently. Um, and, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's been a while since I've seen the movie now, but I, I think that I... I really liked that they did away with the campiness. Um, I liked that it, you know f- focused a lot more on kind of who Batman is and his uh, internal struggles. And yeah, I just uh, yeah, I, I just really really enjoyed all of that. Um, yeah, we've been a
1: bit of a broken uh, record as far as the duality of Batman. I think we've critiqued every <laughs> Batman movie we that's watched true outside of 66, which doesn't really <laughs> count because it didn't try for it, but we basically said that of everyone we've watched. So it'll be, yeah, as you say, fun, fun to see that, um, to maybe take shape in front of us for the first time. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, uh, this on the heels of all of those other movies and, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say so far, we've pretty much just seen half-baked efforts at that. The Like, it, it has never been a focal point of any of the movies. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious about that. Uh, do you have anything uh, that you're going to be looking for on this rewatch?
1: Yeah, I think you know. First off, yeah, I think kind of going even further on that, I think it'll be interesting to see what is a Batman movie with Batman as the focal point, because <laughs> um, I don't know if we've seen that yet. in really, right. any of these movies, he's at best been like an ensemble character.
2: <laughs>
0: um, well, and and this and, may be the the first and last time that we see that, because certainly in Dark Knight, uh, the Joker is is the kind of the main. Show and then I, I don't really remember the Dark
1: Knight Rises, but Ouch. <laughs> I know they have a large yeah, I, cast
0: of characters.
1: I think I think it's still like even in the Dark Knight, I th- well, well we'll get there later, but I, I think it's in service of the character of Batman, um, okay, as opposed to just being for the villain itself. You know, like there's. um as we talked about in the original now, all right, well, we'll deal with this later. <laughs> I don't, we don't need Joker already is in every movie. We don't, we don't need to dedicate our <laughs> Batman begins <laughs> overview to Joker. Um, but yeah, so other things I'll be looking for. And yeah, I think as, as you were saying, it'll be really interesting viewing this with the unique experience of having just watched all the other Batman movies. And I want to really see like, what does this movie take from the other movies? If anything, I think we already discussed some stuff from the um, Batman 1989. But and see, you know, like how is it like how aware is it of the previous movies? Is it like really trying to distance itself and just kind of what like the different stylistic approach is going to be? I think right. you know we've seen we've seen a lot of stylistic swings. So I'll be <laughs> it'll be, be fun to kind of yeah, analyze the new approach. Do you have, have anything else? Uh no, I
0: I mean I think I, I'm also just gonna be curious to see that this is something that we'll only be able to tell after we've finished this trilogy. Um but I, I'm I'm curious how you know what they do with with the first with the themes that they set up in this in this first one, what they do with that in Dark Knight. And Dark Knight Rises. And then, of course, we have to be on the lookout for uh, the side character performances. And if I remember correctly, there are some kind of over-the-top mobster performances in this. So, uh, it, my memory's a little fuzzy, but, um, yeah, I'll be on the lookout for that as well.
1: Yeah, I remember, I remember thinking they were good. Like, I, I'm looking over at the cast right now. I'm like, ooh, I, re- I remember that, like, dirty cop. I remember remember thinking he was good in the movie, but we'll, we'll see. We'll find out. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we
0: will be back shortly. And we're back from watching Batman Begins. Paul, what did you think this time around?
1: Well, Sam, I got to say. Um, unsurprisingly i i really enjoyed it uh as i think i've already talked several times in this podcast i mentioned my love for this movie uh this movie didn't change that it wasn't interesting because it's definitely you know i watching it with a more analytical perspective definitely kind of changes the way you you don't just kind of let a movie wash over you um, but you're really kind of looking at what what makes it work and i think i think i found some interesting things but yeah to me I really think this is like the the ultimate uh, origins story. You know, I think it's definitely is an origin story, um, and so there's everything in there that comes with that. But I, I think what made, I like this movie so much because I think it just execute on on executes on what it set out to do specifically at a really high level. Uh, what What about you?
0: Yeah, I, I had I had a a more a less positive uh response to it. I I there were some things I, I really liked, um, particularly with uh Christian Bale's portrayal of of Bruce Wayne and Batman and um yeah and some of the other performances. Uh I, I think I think for me watching this with a more critical lens, uh I, I start I just started thinking about some of the motivations and started struggling to understand what was g- supposed to be going on. And also, uh, thematically, I think the movie is pretty confused. Um, and there, were, there are were some other things that I could talk about. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'd say that I, overall, I definitely enjoyed watching it. Um, but, uh, I'll just say I, I would be more excited to rewatch Batman and Robin than Batman
1: Begins. <laughs> wow, jeez, <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah, before we get into it too much, you know, I'd, I'd say like I definitely I don't think this movie is a perfect movie. But I, I think you know for me maybe it was I you know just got into the the groove of the movie and didn't. Didn't I probably didn't analyze it as hard as you did? <laughs> yeah. so then, be, I don't want to ex- rain on your. I'll plate. be excited to hear your points and see yeah. if I have any kind of response through my extremely biased lens. If I'm able to, to concoct some yeah. way of explaining away here, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: so at the movie <laughs> and,
2: and it
0: it still has some n- nostalgia for me. Yeah. There, you know, I there was a there was a lot that I enjoyed. and and maybe. I think I I would will will uh hold on to that that statement about uh preferring to rewatch Batman Rob, but I don't
1: know I um so okay <laughs> we'll see we we have a lot of podcasts to get
2: Yeah can, yeah
1: we can figure that out by the end of yeah. the podcast. Um
0: so we we meant to talk about this in the intro but uh, we can talk about it now uh just the the Nolan of it all uh the the yeah the 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 hardcore Nolan fans the uh just the reverence with which some people uh view Christopher Nolan as a director and and I I really like uh, a lot of his stuff um but I think yeah did did that color your experience of watching this um
1: I, yeah so yeah I think you know and that's yeah we got to be careful in this episode otherwise we might get attacked. I'm already by, in by trouble. A horde of Nolan fans. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, too late. we already me. on on Nolan watch. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, in, a, in an interesting way, this. Yeah, I'd say I, I really I don't think I let it um, color my my viewing. I think it adds some interesting things in terms of the analysis of this movie. Well, well I think one could say that this might have been the origin of the Nolan heights as well um one can say you know i think he had he had made a lot of great movies before this but this was kind of like his first blockbuster movie that brought him into the mainstream and so this is when if i'm gonna just be brutal for a second and maybe people will hate me but i think this is, this is when some like people that mostly watch mainstream movies saw like oh this is like a what a quality director can do, who had never seen like a, a really well-made movie. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. baby's first <laughs> movie kind of scenario, <laughs> where they hold them in such high esteem because they just aren't people that have like re- gone out and sought like other, like less mainstream, but like w- incredibly or like older movies. um So that's kind of <laughs> my thoughts on the overall um Nolan of it all. What <laughs> you have anything else to say there? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I, I I agree with your take. I, I and I I think it's yeah, I it's hard not to, to be a little uh uh I don't know, you know, snobby like now that I've <laughs> yeah. seen so many more movies. And I, I don't there's nothing wrong with like this movie being kind of your entry point into uh you know something that's a little different from your typical blockbuster fair, but I think it's annoying if you just kind of like don't use that as a jumping-off point to watch other to explore other things, and you just act like this is as good as it can possibly get.
1: Um, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, yeah, and it's gonna make us sound negative, but I think we're as you said, I, we're both people that are big fans of a lot of Nolan's work. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a couple of his movies maybe didn't land quite as well for me, but by and large, I'm a huge fan of a lot of his work, especially some of his earlier movies. I think he's an excellent director, but that also doesn't mean that there's not um, other excellent directors out yeah. there as well. And I, I think kind of just going off of it, really pulling it back to this movie. I think that was kind of one thing that kind of maybe caught me off guard. And it took me a second with watching this movie was, you know, everyone talked about this like in the Nolan movies as like, this is serious Batman. You know, this is like and I mean, I got to say this is a superhero movie and it's goofy like this yeah. movie is super goofy. There's no other way way yeah. to say it. And so I think it took me a second because I think in my mind I had built it up to be like more of I don't know, I guess a serious <laughs> and grounded movie. And this movie did not feel grounded in the slightest to me, to be <laughs> yeah. honest, I, I enjoyed it for that, but it, I did have to kind of like recalibrate um my thoughts because I think part of it is it's more like it's grounded maybe compared to previous Batman movies.
2: But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's,
1: on the scale of grounded, that doesn't mean that you're anywhere near the ground yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, more grounded than Tim Burton and Joel <laughs> Schumacher is not that grounded. Um, yeah i i think uh, just to keep it at the general level for a bit longer i i think i i appreciated a lot of the the goofiness and i appreciate that it was still a batman movie and i think those are kind of pleasant surprises um you know because yeah i i sort of yeah. had had the same like idea in my head um but i i think that Sometimes I think they veered too f- they tried too hard to be grounded and to be like realistic in in the the motivations of Batman and whatnot and the, in in ch- trying to like say something about society um you live
1: in a society yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, did you know that there's corruption in our society? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, and it, yeah, it felt a little long to me too. I, to, I, there just were, were times when it kind of it, it just dragged a little bit because of that, but, um, yeah, maybe we should, uh, go beyond the level of g- general thoughts and, and, uh, kind of work this out more in, in talking specifics. Uh, do you want to just give us a quick plot summary, Paul?
1: Yeah, first, I got to the- shoehorn my terrible joke, and we're going to go Batman Beyond um, as we <laughs> nice. go further into this movie. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah, wow. Oh we'll, we'll, Yeah, I'll we'll get a quick quick plot summary going. So we have this man, Bruce Wayne, as it happens, his parents die in the alleyway. The pearls go everywhere, your, your classics. <laughs> Batman parents' death scenario. And we see uh, him we see the dad like showing the pearl necklace gift to the to oh, Bruce yeah. you before. Gotta, I thought that was kind of funny. You gotta, you gotta have the pearls. Um, but anyway, yeah. and so he gets sad and goes and finds himself <laughs> abroad <laughs> and <laughs> trains trains with ninjas and yeah. he becomes a super um awesome ninja. And so he takes on his ninja and but then he has a disagreement with the ninjas. So he abandons them, comes back to Gotham to now apply his ninja skills to not destroy Gotham like the ninjas wanted to, but to save it. However, mm-hmm. something's afoot because the ninjas have come to destroy Gotham City. And so he must stop them Well, he also deals with the repercussions and learns about being Batman and what that truly means. <laughs> So there was my <laughs> yeah. really great plot summary of this movie. I think we'll, we'll get more into what actually happened as, as we go. sounds great. Um,
0: yeah, well, I guess let's just maybe start at, at the, the beginning kind of w- this, this is our first Batman Bat- begins.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. Batman uh, begins. Batman begins. Yeah. That much better title. um, <laughs> This is our first Batman origin story. It's our sixth, uh, fifth, sixth. Yeah. yeah. Sixth. Sixth. And <laughs> Wait, this is the first, to... <laughs> no, cause we had
1: 66, Six. two Burtons. two Schumacher's, yeah, you're and right. Then, time plus one does equal six. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, this this is
0: out to a great story can yeah. add
1: up the number of movies. My, um, my credibility but, has been established. At this yeah, point. yeah. <laughs> our <laughs> mental math. <laughs> you can't math. add to six. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, okay, but yeah. So this is yeah. We we we've been with Batman for a while, uh, and, and I guess you could say in Batman Forever they sort of tried to to get into Batman's origins a little bit, um, but this. This movie really takes takes that on uh full uh throttle I don't, um what what did you uh what what did you think about the the way that the the origin story that they give for for Batman here
1: yeah i gotta gotta say i I really enjoyed it, yeah, you know, and people might say like oh, they've showed Batman's origin story, but no, I don't think that the him showing his parents dying is an origin story. <laughs> the the origin story is what he does after his parents died to connect the dots between little boy and Batman. Um, which yeah, as you, yeah as you said, Batman Forever might have attempted the psychology of Batman a little bit, but this we we get the actual um, development of of where he goes. And so I really like that it kind of takes us on on this journey where we have him. And then we start the movie and he's just like a totally kind of like misguided and broken man. who he's kind of just traveling the world and kind of just trying to like fulfill his revenge by just like beating people up, basically. And <laughs> yeah, dude, doing stuff um, related to that. He just he has a lot of anger and he's just kind of, yeah, to- totally lost in life. Um, so I think I think that really helps. Because I, I, I don't think we, we've been able to see, like, yeah, the, the man before Batman came, came into the picture. And then we, we get to see him as he's um, training. We get Liam Neeson in here. I always huh. love a good Liam Neeson performance.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were really reminded me of Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, yeah. Just, the, the, he has, like, a... Yeah, he has a very calming and also authoritative
1: presence. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure the person who cast him in this movie, like they saw Star Wars and were like, "I want that <laughs> for <yeah>. this character," because <laughs> that's that's what it's yeah, it's uncannily like, <laughs> um, Qui Gon Jen in the way <laughs> he approaches his performance. <laughs> um, but and yeah, he is I a mean,
0: mentor I, to Batman, just like
1: Qui Gon. Um exactly. mentors uh Obi Wan. Um exactly. Yeah. And yeah, uh, and we get we get to see him like you know train training up and kind of learning to try to like you know confront his fear. So what the whole movie's all about. Right. So w-
0: what is his fear? Or um, is it a so, bunch of different things? like obviously um, he is afraid of bats because of his experience in the cave with all the bats swarming at him. Um and then he's afraid of uh
1: uh yeah sorry I, I asked you the question so I should let you you uh no i'm I'm curious up. what I'm curious what you think keep going okay um yeah I mean he with his
0: parents I guess that seemed less like fear and more of uh i I guess it was the incident of his parents getting killed was it was it happened in part because of his fear because they're watching a performance and there are people who are i i can't remember what that what they're watching they're in bat costumes yeah i think it's like some (laughs) famous uh player or something but anyway yeah opera yeah the opera right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my high class credentials are uh, falling um but so he's his fear of bats uh gets them out of the theater and then gets his parents killed so i, I guess he feels like because he wasn't able to to control his fear his parents are dead um and so uh yeah is is that basically he's he's really driven to he's driven by his fear because it like it precipitate it sort of caused the defining moment of his life is is that the the way to interpret that
1: I think that I think that's fair I don't I don't think the movie like is super clear on this point you know I think that there's other stuff that's driving him yeah, as I think, you know, I yeah, I think part of it is, is fear of like not being able to like continue the legacy of his family. Um, I, I think. Right. That, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think his fear starts there and then it takes on uh, additional forms as kind of he goes through life. I think it just has like a yeah a fear of f- failure. Um, yeah, I think. Definitely, yeah.
0: Um, and so how, like, he wants to fight crime because his parents were killed. Um, by I, a criminal. By a criminal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? And the the criminal was the Gotham was going through a depression, and this guy he was trying to rob them and he the uh, batman bruce's dad kind of made a move to protect his mom and then that like freaked out the the guy so then he shot both of them i i guess how does he how does he go from this one experience to i'm i'm just going to fight like i don't think that's really explained and and when what is his I mean, I, I have a lot of questions. I don't think this movie really... It, it's, it doesn't really have anything to say about crime, even though it kind of says... There's a lot of dialogue about it, but I don't think it really... like, uh, Yeah, this is maybe a little inchoate, Um, but there's... Yeah, there's kind of... There's the idea that crime is driven by desperation... Uh, we hear that from Rachel, uh, the, the, the main, uh, the love interest in this, uh, we, I think we hear that from a couple other people. Um, there's the idea that, uh, uh, Liam Neeson's character espouses that, um, I guess, uh, there's like this inherent criminal mind, um, and it's like driven by society's indulgence um and it like the more we uh i guess cater to criminals the more lenient we are with them then the the more they grow or something and i guess that uh dr crane scarecrow he's kind of part of that because he's a he's a mental uh he's a psychologist uh or a psychiatrist and he um he kind of he he's always trying to get criminals to Arkham Asylum rather than to jail he he, like wants to you know medicalize everything um, and but yeah what so they like it has it throws these different ideas out I guess is what I'm saying and it what what but what does it land in any particular place uh, and these are all pretty like vague ideas to begin with um, so but they spend so much of the movie talking about it
1: yeah, well, I mean, I th- I think kind of going going back to the the League of Shadows, Liam Neeson's group, I guess. So yeah, I think what what they think is that it's you know stuff like I I guess that yeah the crime w- will breed more crime and that you know I think they think a situation like a Bruce Wayne, like a criminal killed his parents and now he's well, driven to also commit crimes type situation you know if like people keep robbing each other then those people will rob more people uh so we need to just like it's like and i think he believes that there's like a like a critical (laughs) prime point um, (laughs) where you know like sure if you have a few and that pulls in a few others but if the majority of the people are not like have not fallen prey to to that then it then to like that corruption then they'll be fine but he thinks that like but if two but if like you know they're at a majority of people are corrupt scenario, so we need to just like blow it up and start from the beginning type thing. So that's yeah. that's that's like what he's
2: thinking. Okay. Um, and
1: then
0: and like um, blowing it up, like sometimes they take pretty indirect measure like we'll just cause a, a depression uh, in Gotham City and then that'll that'll start That'll like re restart things. <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, seems seems smart to me. Yeah, <laughs> makes makes sense. You know, sometimes they
0: use the you know plague. Sometimes they just they go a little easier. I'll just
1: throw depression at them. See, the uh, the problem was that with the depression, it didn't work because Thomas Wayne used money to beat them. So,
0: so they're saying so in their minds, right? Yeah. So so they, Thomas like Wayne the. The dad of Batman, um, he he injected a lot of money into the Gotham City economy and that prevented the depression from being as bad as as it otherwise would have been. And and they think they think if it had been a lot worse then Yeah. What exactly?
1: then (laughs) Then it would have driven them. I don't know. I guess if you get driven like to the complete point of like complete anarchy then then you can like start start over from there. And then maybe like all the crime organizations also fall apart if everything falls apart. And then okay. you can kind of begin anew. Batman begins anew.
0: <laughs> so like they don't if there's just no economy that like if if nobody has any spending money, they're not gonna be spending money on drugs. And so then the criminal organizations they're gonna weaken and then uh so it's like desperation breeds crime up to a point but you can become so desperate if everyone is so desperate then they will start working
1: together again
0: um because exactly. they need each
2: yeah <laughs>
1: well <laughs> i like, can see and here here's here's the here's the thing and this is where i think that if you go into this movie thinking it's going to be like uh like a serious movie based on reality I, I don't think that you're gonna find what you were hoping for uh, because mm-hmm. it's not i mean it's the the it's the plan of a of a of like a superhero villain it's
2: yeah like there, there's I mean, it's like,
1: like, like... Seed, there's seeds of something that makes sense but if you actually look at it at all it's not going to hold up because it's it's a it's a super villain's
0: plan it's like a variation i mean uh, what's thanos he has a similar idea kill off half the people like again it's like some terrible devastating event for humanity that will that will get people to to kind of shape up uh give us a fresh start i guess in the purge
1: they do the same thing too yeah exactly But yeah that's what i'm saying though like i'm not i'm not arguing that this plan is like full, fool, It's proof. It's the plan of a super villain. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I, I think you, you kind of just have to like go with it or not. As far as like, this is the, the, yeah, plan.
0: I, my, I guess the one thing that I would uh, say, it, it, watching it this time, it seemed like there's so much dialogue about this, about these themes, about explaining how the league of shadows works. And so I I definitely agree that it's better to not think too much about that stuff, but it seems like the movie is really trying to emphasize this and put it in the forefront. And so um I think it inv- it does invite some like level of analysis.
1: Uh even yeah, if it's best, yeah, if you can avoid fair. it.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> fair. And then, like, you know, for the other characters, I think you have, like, you know, Rachel Dawes, I think is her name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She She's kind of, like, she's on the other side where she is someone that, like, despite all this stuff, she's not going to let fear drive her action. She's going to, you know, stand up for what's right. So she's kind of, like the foil to really everyone else in the movie to, to yeah. be um I was trying so to I she, thought there was somebody else on her side
0: but yeah and no, I can't think of anybody
1: um so yeah, yeah so she that's kind of where she comes in and then um and then you have like um yeah crane his his whole thing is really he's just like a corrupt psychiatrist and he he believes you know that that's just I think his he's not trying to say anything about fear. He just believes that with fear you can control people. That's, yeah, that's really all all what what he is. And so, um, which is kind of a variation on Batman, because he's also trying to use the symbol of something that he feared as a way of basically controlling people by c- becoming a symbol that can help people overcome their fear. Um, so Crane's hey. basically trying to used fear to control people and batman's trying to get people to overcome said fear that he's trying to create
0: okay yeah i have some questions so that uh let me see if i can find some some quotes uh but but maybe i don't need the exact quotes but um you know batman wants to strike fear into the hearts of his enemies like he wants them to feel the fear that he feels Um, but so is the idea, like, if you're a bad guy, then you will fear Batman. If you're a good guy, then you will, um, you will over, you'll be part of, you'll join him in overcoming your fears.
1: Yeah. And I think, and that's, you know, I guess, you know, part part of the Batman character is that, you know, he's not necessarily approaching this and and what would be considered the best way that, yeah he is he's trying to strike fear in the hearts of villains so that they won't they'll be afraid to commit villainous acts basically so he's also like the difference between batman right she she doesn't think fear should be used at all she thinks that like you know we should think there needs to be someone to strike the fear into them so that it will basically turn the tides and then and, the good people
0: yeah. they will no longer
1: be afraid they know
0: now that it's the 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 criminals who are afraid, we don't need to
1: be afraid of them anymore. Um, I, yeah, I so, it's not really about them not being afraid of the criminals, but if there's just not any criminals, then they don't okay have to be as afraid, and they don't have to be afraid of Batman because they know that he isn't. He goes after criminals. he's incorruptible, yeah, like, or just that he yeah he he or, he fights against criminals, not good people, <laughs> right? So they okay. don't so, need to worry about yeah yeah,
0: I, and I I hope that. I hope I'm not like beating a dead horse, but I just to, to bring up another aspect of Batman. And this is something that comes out in his origin story. Um mm-hmm. I think Paul, you you mentioned it already, but kind of as like the final as his like final initiation into the League of Shadows, he is uh told that he has to kill this uh criminal. Um he's gonna have to execute him. And um, Bruce does not, he refuses to, to do that. He thinks that the the man should be uh, tried in court. Um, and so and this is an idea that that like stays with Batman. Uh, he, uh, he he never, he, he doesn't, he doesn't kill people. Um, he, he he only captures them f- so that they can be, um, tried through the the regular process. but um, So it feels like he's trying to strike some kind of middle ground between Rachel and the League of Shadows. And I don't really understand, like he agrees with the League of Shadows that there's all this corruption, you know, we can't rely on the police and the courts alone. Um, But then he, he doesn't go all the way, like he agrees with Rachel to a point too, he's like, we we need a we need a batman figure when it comes to apprehending the criminals and then after that the the legal system has to take over and take care of the rest and i i don't i don't know it seems it just seems kind of funny to like if you if you think that there's all this corruption in the system and like we can't just tr- we can't trust the institutions why' do, why do you stop like why do, he's like yeah why, where why how did he land on I'm not gonna be the judge jury and executioner I'm just gonna be the like the guy who gathers up the criminals provides all the evidence for the police
1: yeah you you know what I'm saying i totally I totally know what you're saying and okay. i'm not I'm not gonna not say that I didn't think that his not killing rule was dumb while I was watching this movie <laughs> and think that maybe it would have been a better movie if he had just done killing stuff. Um, however I, I think in theory, all right so I'm I'm gonna make a go at this. Okay, and I'm gonna I can't just wait say to- this up front. I think that you know some of this is could just cause of like they're just going off of like the character and some of the comics or whatever. You know, sometimes you have killing Batman, sometimes you don't. Um, but all right, so here's here's my theory all right, on non-killing <laughs> Batman and why, why it might be okay. <laughs> all right, so his whole situation started because his parents were killed. So I think you can just say from the perspective of the psychology of Batman, he has an aversion to murder, basically. And okay. so I think that just maybe just on the first point, just kind of inherently just makes him averse to wanting to do that because he had that um, scarring thing uh, as a child. Uh, so, and then I think the other thing is, I think he thinks that that's like what helps keep him uncorruptible is that if he can draw the line, if he can draw and keep these lines, that will keep him from becoming the the criminal, I think. Yeah. So like if he were to like be more like, you know, I guess, lenient in how he dealt with people, then that could make him eventually be more lenient in other ways as well. So he wanted to give himself a hard line so that to make sure. Um, and then also in terms of being a symbol of justice, um, he's someone that he's like an incorruptible cop, basically, that has extra stuff going on uh, where so the general public knows that like he's he still does stand for like justice in terms of like he even even if like maybe the justice um, systems <laughs> not great he's gonna still try to get them to go through like the proper means of being dealt with so that like it keeps like the institutions intact he doesn't want to completely circumvent them but i think because the big thing in batman is that like Fifty percent or whatever of yeah. golfing police officers are being paid off by the mob. Which honestly, that just seems unruly. That's a lot of money to be be using. I'm not sure if you, yeah, I'm not sure if you need that many um, corrupt police officers. You probably hit saturation of necessary corrupt officers at like five, ten percent already seems high. But um, <laughs> that's beside the point. So I think his point is yeah. So I think that that's where he comes from. And even though. Maybe some of the judges are corrupt. He can also beat up and try try judges too. You know, and it's right. always, it has the aspect of like any like, you know, crime show or whatever where like, yeah, in real life, I don't think they're gonna be able to actually win a court case if Battenham <laughs> was the one who obtained the evidence and yeah. <laughs> put them in this situation. <laughs> like I don't I don't I think a lawyer's probably gonna be able to get them on this, but I think you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit and and that um yeah aspect. I, I think it obviously it starts falling apart when you you are in the same movie the um judges are corrupt so it makes you question <laughs> why he would also be thinking that that institution would would still help um yeah if, and and but if, here's the thing though that I will give this movie yeah is that I think later movie deals with like this exact situate like thing of like people being like, ah, oh, you don't scare me out. I'm just gonna like get out of prison. And that creates like the tension for him of like maybe of having the tension of maybe I should become the executioner as well. Okay. So cool. I and that is kind of like I think a core part is you know figuring out, you know, where where to draw that line and if you know how how far is he going to be driven. Yeah,
0: well that that was that was good. I I think uh, I think you at least made me feel. Yeah, I, I I can see I
1: can sort of see where the where the movie's coming from and yeah. I, yeah. like. But I, I yeah I will say for in the movie is not defense. I think <laughs> it it kind of just throws it in like oh and I don't kill people after like a hundred others. <laughs> like it, it's such a like a cliff note. That I feel like is core to the character. So like, I feel like if you're going to do it, they probably should have had something a little more explicit before just randomly in the movie. He's like, I don't do that. (laughs) Um, I mean, he could have said like up front, like him talking to uh, Mr. Neeson could have been. I mean, I guess he decides not to kill the guy. So that's supposed to be the point when he shows that he's not going to kill people. But yeah, it seem doesn't necessarily seem like that incident would make him think I won't kill anyone. Um, yeah, because <laughs> if I see th- the person doing a horrible crime, maybe that means I do feel justified. But so yeah. it, it could have maybe been a little cleaner um, and yeah, that, that, yeah. Was, well,
0: I I think it, there's at least something I there's some there's some things that you can say to sort of make sense of what Batman does. I think I. It's still a little muddled, but uh, that, it's not i feel feel good hearing hearing uh yeah. hearing that. I thought that was a, a pretty pr- pretty pretty good uh, defense. I, uh, yeah. so I'm not yeah, it seems like right. we're we're <laughs> pretty similar on on this. like we both kind of agree that it doesn't yeah. totally make sense, and i I have a nitpick
1: related to this that I'll save for later, okay uh, yeah, yeah, um, maybe, and maybe one other thing that I want to mention while we're on here. I think this is yeah. a good point place for this is that one thing and I I, when I say like I think this is a great origin story movie I really think this is an origin story movie where I think you can find flaws in the movie that you might seem like flaws after just watching this movie but it is truly like an origin story where there are movies that were always supposed to be coming after it and so I think something's not necessarily a flaw because it's not explained or doesn't make sense it might just be this character is, you know, he's gone through stuff, but he still hasn't dealt with all of the ramifications of what right. he's doing, and so he'll be able to. They're leaving room they're introducing for the, the to learn and grow. Yeah, in later movies, and just like a, a real person doesn't always do things right. <laughs> um, yeah. Makes sense um, from from a philosophical standpoint, and maybe yeah. a real person has to deal with that on their later. No, that yeah, <laughs> um, that's a mark of a good nice. origin story. So.
0: Um, Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know if I have any more on the uh, I I, well, I guess I I should say actually, I I, so I did really enjoy when he's becoming Batman when he's like finding out about all these weapons and uh, various gadgets that Wayne Enterprises Mm -hmm. has, and uh, you know, Morgan Freeman is he gives a very fun performance, so I. Like yeah. a, a lot of the the joy of this movie came from from the those scenes for me and like oh that's I can see how he's gonna turn that into the bat suit or like um you know, yeah, I uh him like discovering all this stuff under Wayne Manor that he's gonna turn into the bat cave. Uh so yeah, I, I think a lot of that origin stuff just seeing the the process through which he becomes batman i i thought that was just very entertaining and um and and there's a lot of like little humor in there too um Mm -hmm. like uh i'm trying to think of a good example um but there's a lot of like winking with you know morgan freeman's character uh fox it's like he knows he's up to something but he's not gonna like pry too much
1: um yeah, he's like, you know, I'm not I'm not stupid. I'm yeah. also not going like, to, you, you know, your, your excuses, your explanations are terrible. And I, yeah. I know that they're terrible, but yeah. I'm not going to pry further. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely the, the 10-year-old boy in me really comes out yeah. in, in those scenes. I definitely think like on the initial viewing, I think that was the stuff that really sold me on this movie was just how cool getting to see (laughs) him like get these gadgets and stuff was I definitely think that was probably like the biggest probably my favorite thing about the movie um like my first time watching it to to be honest and yeah mine too (laughs) and my favorite part this time around as well (laughs) 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 um yeah Yeah, and that's like the really fun like origin story aspect of like him like you know almost like Instead of he doesn't have powers that he's learning how to use. It's more in this case because it's Batman. He's getting to f- figure out all these gadgets and see what they do. Yeah, uh, to get ready to to use them. So it's it's a lot of fun.
0: I, I also like I, I, I kind of forgot how good a job Christian Bale does at portraying the like Playboy kind of just mm-hmm. super just like the rich spo- spoiled kid who's like incredibly confident and cocky. And I mean, it, it kind of reminded me, uh, obviously it was toned down, but like his performance, uh, in, um,
1: American psycho. Um, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And that's definitely, if maybe we, do we want to turn the conversation? We've already talked a lot about Batman. Um, maybe do we want to turn, turn t- towards Christian Bale? Yeah. Yeah. How we how we like that. So yeah, I think we're I heading in mean, that direction. Yeah. I think first off, just to, to every, everyone out there, I think I'm super biased. This like was basically my like first Batman just watching this movie. It's like the first time they show him on camera after see watching all these other Batman movies. It was in my brain. It's like, oh, that's Batman. <laughs> like yeah. I've, seen all the, I've watched all these phonies, but now <laughs> I'm so like he was my, my like one true like first batman kind of scenario so i'm i'm just gonna say it up front i'm I'm super biased um because but i think he does i mean i'm gonna just say right now after watching the other ones i think he's like just far above the other batmans to me in terms of his his portrayal of the character i, re- I really don't even think it's close um mm-hmm. Like, and then, as you say i think just his ability to be these different people and there's almost like three people he's being because you have batman you have the playboy batman which he does such a great like it seems natural yeah. like you totally believe it when you're watching that that's just this he's just this douchey rich person and then you have the person in the middle that's like when he has to talk to like rachel or something like that when he's like it's more of like to almost true to him, his like original personality before he's faced all this and trying, and that's somewhere in like the middle. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and they're all very like distinct from each other. And I, I think, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I think it helped me to, uh, yeah, it made the portrayal of Batman really interesting to me. And yeah, I think it's a, yeah,
0: it's a really good point. There is like, there's Bruce Wayne. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and then he kind of, yeah, it, he has to, t- when he comes back to Gotham City, he, like, he has to take on new personas. And he, do- yeah, he doesn't just take on the Batman persona. He takes on the Playboy billionaire persona. And so, yeah, I think there are at least three different um, characters, essentially, that he's playing here. Um, and, yeah, yeah it's real I mean, I just, yeah, I totally agree. It's, like, so, just so much. Be- and I, I did think that like Michael Keaton was pretty good as Bat I liked yeah. him, but I think
1: he's just significantly better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you um, know, and obviously like, I think he has the best material to work with. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. saying that like, uh, you know, the other actors, maybe if they were given similar stuff, maybe they could have shown it. But in terms of people portraying Batman, I, I think, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and 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 it
0: is just so nice to have like a movie really about Batman after all. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is. Um, it's shocking that like focusing the movie on Batman could make it seem like that's the way to make it fresh yeah. on the sixth movie. <laughs>
1: uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's super. It's weirdly noticeable. I think especially after watching the other ones, just how much it focuses on Batman because it's like do you feel like you're just starting to get to understand this character? Like, even if you've like seen him in all these other movies, you don't, haven't really figured out like who Batman is or what he's about from watching any of yeah. the other movies. And so it's almost like you're being introduced to him for the first time as like an actual, like fleshed out character in a in movie. Um, and yeah, and I, I really liked some, like, you know, the tension that, you know, you have like, um, when he's talking to Rachel and she just thinks he's like, you know, become this, you know, dumb, shallow person. And so, and that's like the the heart when he's, yeah, it's finds out about like the, like the hardship of being living this like dual personality is that, you know, it really doesn't leave a lot of room for having these, you know, relation, you know, relation, it kind of tears away his like past relationships because they're having to see him in this light. And he wants to be like, no, it's not me. But it's just like, you know, it's hard to commit someone and he's still committed to doing his ultimate cause. So it's yeah, he has to sacrifice things like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's talk about the other performances then. Um, and maybe we should just start with the villains since uh, up to this point, the villains have been kind of. The the main show in in terms of uh, yeah. <laughs> like big performances and screen time. Uh, so yeah, we we have two. Well, actually, I'd say there are three main villains in this movie. There's yeah. uh, Doctor Crane slash Scarecrow. There's Falcone, the the mob boss, and then there's uh, I, he was the one I, I was forgetting. Uh, and then there is uh, R- uh, Raz Al Ghul, um, who is played by uh liam neeson um yeah so yeah what did you think of of the 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 villain performances the the uh characterizations the the like relative relatively smaller amount of screen time that they had uh
1: yeah yeah it's so interesting weird evaluating these villains because I mean, again, it's it's kind of how we were saying how much we we feel like we're meeting Batman for the first time. Um, but we've also in all these movies have had so much on the villains. So it's like it's like we don't meet these villains yeah. <laughs> almost. Um, it's like the corollary to that is if we beat, not meet Batman, we don't meet the villains, um, yeah. which I'd, you know, don't necessarily just in general movie thoughts, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it let us focus on the the titular character and they were used less as fleshed out characters and more as foils to Batman. Um so if we're gonna take them I think so I think Falcone I think is probably the, the least interesting of them. I think I think that one's a I think it's a good performance. He's just like a slimy mob boss um yeah i think there maybe could have if they had i don't know i don't think whoever they cast as him i just i don't know if he has Wilkinson. um okay yeah i don't think he has enough gravitas to like really be an intimidating mob boss i guess i don't i don't think i really believed him yeah i I think they could have i mean obviously we've had like
0: some amazing mob boss performances over the (laughs) years um but yeah i don't know i mean i've been watching uh the sopranos recently and Mm -hmm. like yeah if they had had uh james gandolfini or somebody like that um yeah but it's and yeah i guess yeah it's like yeah
1: it's it's not like anything wrong but i think it is what like you say i've just seen so many great like mob boss performances that like compared to those guys this guy just he seems like he should be like one of the board members and not the <laughs> mob boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. I,
1: I And I, I, yeah, he was kind of a, a one note character, I guess, yeah. too. Like, yeah. Which, you yeah, um, know, that, that's OK. Like, I mean, you can't have every character. Yeah. You have to have some one note characters in, in a movie like this, um, especially if you're yeah focusing on Batman. But all right. What did you yeah. think about Dr. Crane? Uh I I
0: liked him. I, I think uh he's I mean he's so obviously a villain. He is like one of those <laughs> people where he's like presented oh he's just the the psychologist or psychiatrist. Um and you just know right from the get-go, just from like the just he just has kind of like a smirk and yeah. He just like he might as well just have a sign pointing at him saying "villain," <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I kind of enjoy I enjoy performances like that, um, and I I think it's you know I I think this is kind of it's almost almost like a, a toned I mean I, I don't know why I'm comparing him to to Jim Carrey's performance as the Riddler but it it like I guess when Jim Carrey is pre-Riddler it's like a toned down version of of that kind of uh and and i i like that there i yeah i like that there were some you know uh that there was like a a kind of uh more mannered but still pretty over the top villain performance um so and and i i like him as scarecrow i i think they could have done more to make him or maybe it's just because I've seen too many scary movies at this point, but I did like the, the simplicity of the costume, just having like a bag that he puts over his head. Mm-hmm. Um, I I could have used more scarecrow,
1: I guess, but I did, I did like what we, I liked what they gave us. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to go off this, that last point. I think that's, and maybe like the thing I always have to grapple with on this movie is that I think it's such a good performance but we don't get a lot of it. And there is like this part of me that it might have made the movie overall movie worse. Um, yeah. but There's a part of me that wants more scarecrow. Um, in, I wish they just movie. made him the only villain. Cause um, like, yeah, I, 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 under, they, I can see why. I don't know if he would have been like enough to like fully. Yeah. I was trying to think when I was watching this movie about like how that would have looked. In the terms of the movie, if like they had done the League of Shadows training, but they hadn't. But then that was they don't come back. Yeah, they don't come back and they don't make that like a focus of the movie. And that it's just it's more of like, yeah, just him versus Scarecrow. Uh And it's I thought
0: so. I thought, I mean, it's obvious, at least now, maybe it wasn't obvious to me as like a 14 year old kid, but it's it seems so obvious that the Liam Neeson character is going to come back you know, so it's oh, not yeah. like it, it doesn't work as a surprise. No. Uh, and then, yeah. And, and, and I mean, I've already said, I didn't really lo- love, the league of shadows motivations. I thought that's like really campy villain territory. So yeah. if they had just made, they could have even had the same plan, I, I suppose. Um, but just have, uh, Dr. Crane be the one driving it and not have him be a pawn of somebody else. Um, like, he wants to strike fear into the city so that he can control
1: them more or something. I don't know. Like yeah, if- like, so, uh, yeah. And I, I think, like, so why I think that they have the Ra's al Ghul character in this movie is because you get the, like, that, I think it helps flesh out Batman a little better in that his he wants to destroy Gotham City. And so it really helps establish that Batman wants to save... He th- thinks it's like he's going to be, you know. It it could be saved still. So I think it helps get that. Versus if you just have um, the just Doctor Crane, then you're not going to get the um, saving versus destroying of the city. Yeah, juxtaposition. they could have made
0: they could have made Doctor Crane a little more of a double of uh Raz Al Ghul from the beginning. Like I think that would have been another way they could have gone. Just to have him say things that echo what Raz Al Ghul was saying. And then you could still have that kind of conflict.
1: Except I think for the character of crane, I think part of what makes him good as a villain is that he's a little bit unhinged. You know, you have like almost the the, the crazy psychiatrist and I, I don't feel like that type of a person is going to have the plan of, I am actually (laughs) trying to save Gotham city by destroying it. Yeah, right. So I just I, I guess it would make it probably like the it would be more just of like, a, I'm going to destroy Gotham City with fear, you know, like type of thing. There just wouldn't be that like extra layer of this is what I think is best for Gotham City. But it's, it's such just, a dumb I'm plan. just a bad guy.
2: <laughs> yeah. Trying
1: to, but yeah, I mean, that's totally like, I, I see the, what the, you're saying. the silliness of the plan
0: might work better if it was coming from an unhinged guy like crane
1: i guess um yeah but okay yeah,
2: I, Ooh, um, sorry go but ahead. yeah
1: um but yeah all right cool yeah well, that was a good discussion i think so going, <laughs> going back to the the scarecrow character i think the other, other thing i wanted to mention is that kind of talking about his costume and one the one thing i'll say on on him is that when he puts the mask on i almost think he's he has like green goblin syndrome I think he's uh-huh. less intimidating and scary when he has the mask on, and most of it comes down to I think Killian Murphy is such a good actor that like when he when you can see his face, he's doing so much with his face to like be really creepy and and intimidating. And so when you cover that up and you just have his voice, you're losing so much of the performance that right. I, I I think it makes him a little so it almost i was like trying to figure, i was like i wonder if they could have just i mean i think you have to like you want to have scarecrow so i get why you have the mask but i think yeah and i i think they did a good job of they didn't overdo the mask they didn't like have him all of a sudden he just has a mask on the rest of the movie he still has yeah. additional scenes with him not having a mask but I, I definitely yeah i think his just his facial acting was so good and creepy that it's almost yeah loses that with with the mask all right and then that takes us to the third villain um which i think we've already we've, talked a pretty yeah. good amount about raza going his bad plan yeah <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i have any more to say about him um, yeah yeah and then bonus round fourth villain uh, what no one saw that coming uh, we have the the guy that is the ceo of oh Duane enterprises yeah <laughs> what did you think about that um aspect of the plot sam
0: <laughs> yeah uh i mean it was interest it's it just like it's just another through line that they come back to periodically, and i thought it was i thought it was funny um but so yeah, this guy he's like taken over Wayne enterprises and it's it's unclear exactly what he's done, i mean he's taken the company public
1: uh, but we're supposed to believe that he he's also somehow... turned their like almost borderline nonprofit company into a weapons manufacturer company. Were... Wait, were they borderline <laughs> we'll, we'll build that in the nitpick. Sorry, I'm, I'm okay. I'm bleeding this out. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they. I mean, I, I didn't realize. I, I wasn't sure if that was a if that was something that he had added or if that had always been there. But yeah, they they're like. Team. That he I added. guess, okay, yeah. They're they're like a huge weapons manufacturer. They're they're like big in the military industrial complex. Um, so I guess, yeah. He's kind of he represents the the new face of Wayne Enterprises that Bruce has to to fight against. Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I I think I think it's it's kind of a funny performance, and I like. It's just it's just kind of satisfying seeing him get
1: his comeuppance. Uh and, and they yeah, do like they, they the set it up when he says the line that he had been told. <laughs> yeah. <they're> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I for some reason I kind of liked it, but I could admit I could understand someone thinking that that was too overt. Uh that they just say the exact lines back to him that he had said. Uh I don't know. What, what did you think, Paul?
1: Yeah, and I'd I'd say so for me. I think I liked this a lot more, like as a kid, because I <laughs> yeah. think it was fun to see him like get his And I think the overtness really works well for 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 a yeah. kid. It's very sad, <laughs> like the setup and payoff. It's very clear and satisfying. I think, as you mentioned you mentioned earlier, that you thought this movie was maybe a little bit long. I think if I was to choose, I don't think there's anything wrong with this plot line but I think in terms of the character of Bruce Wayne, I don't know if like this really did much for like the character development. So if I was to get rid of a plot thread in the movie, I think that this is where it would come out of. Yeah. I, I think that would, that would make sense. Yeah. Like, Um, yeah. On the same token, like it helps for like the, you know, you get the Fox character and whatnot. So you can kind of, Get more, but I think he could have also just been the CEO. But I think you know it's kind of like oh, the city's been corrupt. But I think it also is an example of he didn't use Batman and he helped unevil the city. Yeah, uh, by doing that, so it almost muddles the movie a little bit. That that and was like, a question that I had. Why don't did, you just do what your dad did or something and be a, right a good person?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Why Why did he need to become Batman? And even like even the 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 stuff that he does when he's in the bat suit, like some of it is just evidence gathering, and and he could have even fought criminals without giving himself a bat. Maybe he could have just put on some of that military equipment and and not turn. I I, I know then he what he he's not going to be able to strike fear into the hearts of his enemies. <laughs> he's not going to be as powerful of a symbol you know because just just, oh Mm -hmm. this like armored guy um but yeah i he you know he might also think well maybe people would take me a little more seriously if i'm not a bat
2: um (laughs) so
1: yeah yeah and this, this part you know yeah i may even it's like a conflict in the movie where rachel is telling batman like why don't you just do what your dad did and use this huge company and do do good with that and you kind of as an audience, were like yeah it actually seems like you could probably do more good (laughs) by beating up some thugs on the street by doing that but i guess and that's maybe, and that's where it's part of the character i get i think that is part of it is that it's not all completely there's some like selfish and kind of need for lust for revenge aspects to him where it, it doesn't completely make sense of what he's doing to achieve his end goal and I, I think that is i think that's what the movie is trying trying to establish is that he's not a, like a completely like he's not taking the direct path to, to justice if like that was all he truly was looking for but right. there's really i think that's what it's trying to say but um, that makes sense funny. But yeah, yeah, so anyway, the fourth villain is probably the one that I would have would have chopped if I was trying to get this movie down to t- just a clean two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, Are right. they even, uh, I mean,
0: there's even the corrupt cop who's like kind of
1: a fit yeah. villain. too. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Was he a corrupt cop or was he a, like an informant, like a paid informant? Uh, wait. Um, what's the sorry? What's the distinction?
2: Like, for like a, for, some, like, a
1: mo- person in the mob that like, oh. Gordon's working with to get information from someone inside the mob. Or is he a police officer? He's a officer? Cop. He's, Okay, he is a cop.
0: Because he's, I mean, he's like driving around with Gordon.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's and true. we see
0: him taking a bribe and he's telling Gordon. Like he, he's kind of annoyed at Gordon for not taking a bribe, like him. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Good point. I was, yeah. I was
1: a little unclear. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. I was.
0: Now. <laughs> I think it only clicked for me this time around. Um, so <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, are there any other performances you want to talk about?
1: Uh, maybe if we just go on to side side performances, and oh, yeah. I think that's where I think. Um, this movie takes it takes a step up from the other movies, in my opinion, and oh. that I I think that there there was not any side character performance that that really like stood out in any way to me as being bad.
0: Yeah, I I mean with some of the the police officers uh, in the chase scene with Batman, they're definitely going comedic, but I I thought mm-hmm. the lines were pretty funny and it wasn't. It wasn't over the... I mean, they are understandably, like, bewildered by the sight of this Batmobile. Um, so, I, I thought even when even when they were going for comedic side character performances, the comedy mostly worked, and it's, it didn't feel like these people were just, like, in an
1: entirely different movie, the way they yeah. were responding. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> the tone was right. <laughs> yeah. No, but their performances. It didn't... Yeah. I think that's yeah so it says it all all right so we did did that well the the next what the next key batman thing to talk about we can talk about the soundtrack oh yeah um because
0: our, our boy hans zimmer is yeah. uh back for this one along with somebody hans else who's name it movie
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i thought it was okay um i i felt like it it generally it kind of uh helped create uh the right mood um i would say the main thing i just don't like about this soundtrack is that i th- i think it's too generic um you know i, I would enjoy uh, a theme that's uh as as memorable as uh danny elfman's and you, there just isn't anything like that for me uh what about you
1: yeah, well, I'd say coming coming from you, that's a glowing glowing review for for <laughs> Hans. That's about sounds about as as nice as you're ever going to be to him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I'd come down similarly. Where I'd say I thought this was overall the best soundtrack to me of any of the movies. Um, wow! But I I don't think it had the high. It the the best theme still lands solidly back with um batman 1989 like so okay
0: i, I think Oh think yeah, you didn't of, like some of the things in 89 right
1: yeah i Is thought that, i mean and we have two two prince songs happen to that movie right <laughs> and just i think the other musical cues were not didn't necessarily work for me in that movie what about 66 i i think that's the other like big contender on, on music yeah <laughs> I mean, that, that one might take the cake. It's now I need to revisit it. It's hard to compare. It's almost like apples and oranges compared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between the two. Huh. So I'd say that one's a little tougher. But yeah, so I think I think this movie, it really could have used like if, if they could have brought in if they could have just used the theme from 1989. It would have worked. Movie, I think it would have like taken it over the top. And I really don't know why they did not um, yeah, I think I guess they're trying to differentiate it, but like you have the rights to this song, like yeah, just give us the song. And um, it is a
0: it's a dark, epic sounding song. Yeah, it, it, it would have
1: fit better with this soundtrack than the original soundtrack that it was in. Yeah, <laughs> it really didn't fit with the original soundtrack it was in. Um, because um, but so I I think that's the one thing is it it did it definitely it was missing that like. High, high, but I thought overall, just and maybe this is more of like an editing type thing. I thought music was just, I thought it was used really well to like ramp up the energy and tension when it needed to. And then it didn't have me, I thought there was a lot of like just no music in a lot of the movie as well. And I thought that was good there. And it helped make it when it did bring in the soundtrack that much more effective. And I thought, you know, for it being an origin story, Batman begins, I thought the like themes of the music was it was a lot of like the way they did it was a lot of like building um was kind of the way yeah the music works so it really felt i i don't think it's completely generic i think i think that the music felt tailored to the movie um and what yeah what's trying to happen in the movie i i guess it gets kind of samey yeah and it's not the kind of thing that you're going to be humming to yourself afterwards no no Uh um I, I yeah, it's definitely more background music and less yeah like, yeah catchy music yeah. that you would choose to listen to outside of the context of that. You know, I know some people are all in on these Batman soundtracks and listen to them all the time, but um, I think I used to like them more. Um, yeah, what, but yeah, okay, oh, that that's kind there of where go. I come came down there.
0: Yeah, um, so what what about the the portrayal of of Gotham? That that's something that we always uh, try to yeah.
1: hit on. Uh, how did you like their rendition of Gotham City? I got to say, I, I loved it. I think, I don't think this movie w- was as cool visually as the previous movie <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Batman, <laughs> Batman and Robin. I think having watched those back to back in a weird way, I, I just didn't visually take it, just didn't take the risks and like have it yeah. as um, interesting of visuals there. This was much more, it just felt, more standard i guess and it's um overall city like not a bad thing but I, I think in terms of gotham i thought they did a good job they gave me dirty streets sam i <laughs> i've said it and i'll say i've said it before <laughs> and i'll say it again i love a good dirty like new york-esque street <laughs> um, <laughs> and they 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 gave me lots of those but then they also drew a lot of inspiration from the Batman and Robin movie that I just referenced in terms of the actual city of Gotham, it is this huge sweeping city with these like sky trams and like, you know, it's, it's almost like a city in our current world, but it's like a bit futuristic. And I I thought there was some really, really cool, cool shots there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, okay, let's um, what did you think about like the overall like visual style
2: of the movie yeah,
0: um yeah i I liked it, uh, I'm trying to think, um definitely definitely very dark, um which i i think I think was like you know uh that's, that's a good appropriate good thing for you yeah. yeah batman movie um
1: it's gotta be d- you do you don't watch Batman movies in the daytime, come on, yeah,
0: yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh got a contrast
0: yeah i i mean it's like some things I, I didn't i didn't think the fights were all that great um for the most part um i thought the and maybe this is yeah more of an editing problem they were and I, they were pretty choppy and i think this is something that i kind of thought about about these movies before this rewatch um i don't think i don't know if if i ever thought that the batman begins had like the coolest fights um yeah
1: what about you anything else uh visually you want to talk about yeah that definitely did ditto you on the fights they they definitely um leave things to be desired i think and yeah and you can't don't have a yeah the, the action's not that clear i think um that I, I liked the, some of the stuff at the beginning where you see him like over where, wherever he's at, but you have like some of the mountains and stuff. I think it helps kind of broaden the world a little bit. I think, you know, talking about it compared to some of the other ones, it definitely felt like a world where people lived. Um, so yeah. I appreciate, appreciate that. Those were they some were beautiful to, mountain shots. Yeah. They were, they were able to keep that and it didn't feel like sets, which I think is always in superhero movies, always like a hard thing. To, to achieve um is to to feel like you're actually in a place as opposed to just like sets in a studio and i think i think i really liked the car chase i, I think yeah they, they weren't able they didn't know how to direct action i thought they directed the hell out of that car chase um i thought <laughs> that was, was one of like, my
0: favorite scenes
1: yeah there there's like shifts in like the energy you have there's different phases to the car chase different pieces of drama happening it's yeah. It was it was uh, that that was definitely that was the action that that really jumped off of the movie um, for for me. And then um, visually, we we got something that I've been waiting for for all through all these movies. We got my favorite rooftops Batman standing scenes so far. I thought yeah. Those I thought those were just amazing. Like my, my i just felt butterflies when we got the first like panning shot of batman standing on yeah. a rooftop looking down yeah
0: that was one of my and that's like just right after the first scene where he's been introduced right yeah yeah that was yeah. one of my favorite moments of the whole movie <laughs> yeah that was a pro- probably the high of the movie for me yeah <laughs> as well um i think I, I think like it also goes to uh christian bale's performance like he's able to just kind of Perch like a bat uh mm-hmm. i i i think he really he really is trying to like to act le- like a bat when he's and he sometimes like cocks his head um yeah so yeah i i really like that um
1: uh yeah, see, what do I you think, think of the sorry go ahead oh i was just saying I, and other thing i was just saying in general i i was i had to like double check the dates because i was curious like this movie came out in two thousand five. The previous one was nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, definitely. So. It felt like technology in general, like the picture quality, was way higher uh, in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was. It was kind of interesting. There, there was just markedly like this movie compared to the other movies. This is the. This felt like a modern movie. Um, yeah,
0: which that's crazy. Say, that it was only
1: seven years. Yeah. And for and the other movie's defense, I will say for 2005, I think this movie looks incredible and held, holds up so well. Like, I think this movie could be released today and would stand up and be like good visually compared. To, I think I would like it better visually than like most movies that are coming out today in terms of in like the superhero type genre yeah I, th- I thought that was impressive about how well that held up yeah um what did you think of the batmobile um i i love this batmobile i don't think it's you know it's not the classic batmobile like i think maybe like the one of the schumacher ones is always gonna be my my like little boy batman and robin batmobile. you know yeah. um or maybe I, forever yeah. Whatever. I, yeah. I can't remember one. of those two. <laughs> um, that will. That will always be the Batmobile in my heart. Uh, but I think this one for for this movie. I I think I think it's so cool. I mean, and like the boosting, and I think that they use it really well as well. They don't just make it cool, but they like this one gets the most shine. I think you get like the best chase. What What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I agree, and I think it fits with. The the overall tone of the movie having it more like a, a tank uh, w- makes sense in this world. Um, yeah, if we had the the Sch- Schumacher Batman, <laughs> that, that just would would st- just stand out.
1: Just sort yeah. uh, it would it would have been pretty 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 weird looking. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, should we
0: go into nitpicks?
1: Sure. Yeah. Any other like yeah? I don't know if there was any other like big critiques you had of the movie. Or anything before um we get i, don't into know. I mean picks. i think we've gotten
0: a lot of yeah. it um yeah don't don't care yeah. for the league i think i think it's just i i don't like it when i don't like that they say that every single time a civilization has collapsed it's been <laughs> because of the league of shadows like i i just like i don't know why 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 do you need to bring that and it doesn't and it really detracts from the like if you if you want to say that they're going for something realistic here, that really, detri- like, you're telling me that a civilization could never collapse because of, like, internal conflict or, yeah. like, or there's, like, there's no other way that a recession or depression can happen besides just, like, this secret organization.
1: To, like. No, we, we, mar- we as humans normally handle everything perfectly. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're not going to have those
2: issues.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's definitely, like... There's always there's the two shorthand things that writers use a million times in movies. And so for an individual, they're an ex Navy SEAL with degrees from MIT and Harvard or whatever (laughs) um, and have some other kind of training. And then for organizations, it's always that they um, we're the ones that did all of the world history stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> the, it's all. It it's like those those two tropes are like those are so bad. It's like just don't. Yeah, just don't. Like, how about and, if you just? I mean, I think in this movie, it gives us enough time with the League of Shadows that I think you can just establish that it's this cool shadow organization. <laughs> like yeah, I don't, I don't think it really needs any. I think in this case, they really did. They did enough. They, they fight didn't criminals. To say anything. That's all you need to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I think, I think their pl- I think their idea of destroying the city speaks for itself Yeah. <laughs> about what they're all about.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I have a nitpick related to one of their interventions in history, but I'm going to save that. Um, so okay so should we
2: can we all go to, did one, you have one other thing saying? while
1: we're yeah. on the league of shadows all right yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna gotta say this now i think i okay. think the original raz al ghouls it's a waste of ken watanabe i think if you're gonna oh, cast yeah. him in the movie i think you should have like made him an actual character because he's just such a good actor was um, he was he not as big at this time I mean, probably not. This is 2005, so I, I don't And I guess he, he's probably big international, like big, like, mm. yeah, not in the US, but pro- probably for the US. This is probably one of his first, you know,
2: roles yeah. over here.
0: I think maybe partly it's the Qui Gon Jinn of it all, but like I think he was a he would have been a better villain. Like I, I yeah, can't that, not see. Yeah, that's what I was see, thinking. Yeah, Liam Neeson just seems like Qui Gon Jinn, whereas <laughs> Ken uh, Watan- is Watanabe. Watanabe. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 feels like an imposing villain. I, he's a lot. Yeah, he, he's he just has much better uh, villain energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly
1: yeah i think i think yeah yeah so that that was yep exactly yeah we're we're in agreement there all right (laughs) now we can all right all right hit us with a nitpick
0: okay uh this is like a this is an acting nitpick uh yeah liam neeson's accent is not consistent sometimes it really sounds like he's going for an english accent And sometimes he slips into something that sounds more Irish or, or maybe American. Um, like a lot of times he will, he'll do like the, the non-rhotic accent where you like the soft Rs, but then sometimes he would just won't, he'll stop doing that. Um, (laughs) so not a huge deal. I mean, you could just say, Oh, he's like, he's just supposed to be like foreign. It doesn't
1: really matter (laughs) if you can place his accent. Um, but that, that, I found it where I was in. I think, I don't think I'm good enough that I was just like, he's generic foreign. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell what he was going for, to be
0: honest. Yeah. Yeah. I wish he had oh, done that's... like a really
1: uh, extreme Irish accent. <laughs> Wait, where, where is he actually from? Now, this he's is from just Ireland. A genuine question. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. That was just, yeah, that was my, my gen- genuine question. Um, yeah (laughs) um all right now i'm now i'm all right so i think here's here's the big nitpick yeah (laughs) why so batman's gone for seven years and they declare him dead (laughs) and then he shows back up and no one even asks yeah (laughs) like everyone just immediately accepts that he's back and has no questions for why he was gone yeah, they don't
0: ask him where he was. yeah, you would think there would be like a he's the richest man in Gotham City has this like his family has this huge history there. You would think there would be a huge story in the Gotham Tribune or whatever their newspaper Gotham Times <laughs> um about where he's been. Uh, and he'd be like getting hounded by reporters. Um,
1: yeah, I'd be, that'd be <laughs> like if like, I don't know. Elon Musk disappeared for seven huh. years. <laughs> we thought he was dead. And then he showed back up <laughs> and, okay. uh, and like no one asked him any questions about what huh. he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Just, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's another one. So, uh, Raz Al says that it was, uh, it was Thomas Wayne's fault that his parents died. And it kind of was, because, like, Roz is saying it's his fault because he didn't, uh, he didn't intervene. He should have been able to, like, fend off the criminal. But mm-hmm. if he had just stayed put and not got, like, as soon, the, the guy, he turns to take uh, the mom's jewelry. It doesn't look like he's about to attack her. If he had just stayed put, uh, then presumably he would have taken her jewelry and been on his merry way. I think he, the guy, was going to
1: shoot her. Okay, this isn't a, a nitpick little of the movie;
0: it's a nitpick of
1: Thomas Wayne. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's a nit. I think I'm going to nitpick the movie here. I think that they, I think they were attempting to make it look like he was going to kill her, and he jumped in the way, but it just didn't quite make work. <laughs> so you'd agree that it didn't totally look like he was about to attack her, right? Well, it,
2: looked
0: it looked like he was it, just turning to her.
1: Yeah, like it looked like he was holding the gun to her, but it looked like yeah, he didn't need to d- dive in front. Like I think the yeah. movie was trying to say he was going to shoot her, so he dove in front and took the bullet for her. But that doesn't but come it across. Didn't, it didn't like ex- <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what we observed. <laughs> so yeah, that that one's definitely. Um, yeah, that that's a good one. All right, man. I, I really, I'm going to be honest. I didn't do a lot of nitpicks on this movie. I'm I'm going to give just a random this will be a random observation for me okay uh, i yeah. like that they did the um bat title card each of this was a good, fun call back to like uh homage to all the other batman movies or they a tradition they kept going as each of them has had some uh, varying degrees of interesting like formations of title card having to do with some kind of symbol or bats and this one you have all the bats coming together to form um the the logo i thought thought that was oh, yeah. cool and that it was just like you know, for for how much people say this is serious and separating itself from the other movies, I like that it, it that the people actually making this movie they didn't seem to have a disdain for the other movies.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I I really like that too. Um, okay, let me let's see here. Um, well, All right. okay, go ahead. Oh no, you go. Sorry. Um. Okay, I'll just I'll do a League of Shadows nitpick. Um, so uh, Roz says that they were responsible for the bubonic plague, and he he says that they intervene every time that uh, a civilization becomes too decadent. But was medieval Europe really that decadent at that point <laughs> in history? <laughs> um, no, they were pretty bad off. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that just. Like, yeah, they, they weren't they, they dec- could
1: have they could have chosen some better civilizations, to, to yeah, destroy. like
0: <laughs> the the Middle East was there like in terms and not not advocating yeah. for for war in the Middle East, but they were they were like farther along in terms of civilization uh than you, so I don't know why he didn't. Uh, send the
1: plague there. Yeah, I guess they they were they were just kind of I don't yeah they they missed that one. Yeah, trying to take credit for it, but really those those boats with the rats went to the wrong location. Yeah, They're supposed to go <laughs> um, <laughs> go get uh, wherever, but they they showed up the wrong place. They were coming for Cairo, and they they yeah. accidentally stopped off at
2: England on the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. All right. What's my Next one. All right. Something I just forgot to talk about um, in the movie. This will be my good thing for going back. The um, character of Rachel. We didn't really talk mm. about her. No, um, But I think um, I think compared. To, I thought she's definitely I thought the best um, like female lead ca- character we've had so far. Um, yeah, that's true. I, I think. Well, I think other that than I like Catwoman. She, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a villain. So I guess I just. Yeah. OK, yeah. non. I guess non-villain non villain. Yeah, because I think yeah. Catwoman and Uma Thurman. Oh, right. They're both. I, I yeah, they're that, both really good. They're both. But they have so much more to do. It's hard to yeah. compare. Um, but in terms of Batman love interest slash side character, <laughs> I <laughs> like that they actually made her a lawyer and she actually was a like a foil for Bruce in in ways. So there, there was actual things beyond her and Batman's relationship that mattered to the movie. Yeah,
0: I I agree. I, I would say maybe they should have given her a little more screen time. It felt like they were like, I agree that she's a good foil, but it felt like because she's not in it that much, they really had to like pack a lot into her scenes and they could have maybe let it breathe a little bit
1: more. Um, yeah, they are on a time crunch yeah yeah you already complained about it being too long i i know <laughs> gotta, i know it's hard gotta to make sacrifices i'm sure yeah. they would have also liked to have more i'm sure they did have more stuff with her yeah but yeah. they gotten rid of the league of shadows could have or not run back yeah. it's not exactly yeah great, or or if they no not the league of shadows they need to get rid of the ceo bruce wayne that's, oh yeah that's where you're gonna save some real time right right um <laughs> i guess okay, yeah, the league is... of shadows too that could have saved some time yeah could have hurt the origin though that's that's
2: that's, about the beginning
0: yeah Yeah. okay (laughs) this is a really minor nitpick but um when bruce uh walks out at his birthday party they're already singing happy birthday before he enters the room
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like did they time that
2: uh, did they know he was about to come out? for
1: someone else yeah <laughs> they didn't even they, realize it was his birthday <laughs> oh i <laughs> thought he was yeah. telling it at a party for some other guy Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's an excellent point <laughs>
2: um
1: all right yeah, man, yeah i i kind of dropped the ball on nitpicks on this one i'm gonna be honest i was just kind of watching the movie and yeah um having, i feel like i had some really good nitpick that uh, i oh. then just didn't choose to write down um,
0: not what you going to do. That's okay. I have one more. Uh, so and this is a fairly big nitpick. Uh, okay. So Batman won't kill anybody, but mm-hmm. he will put Ra's al Ghul in a situation where he's going to die, and then he won't save him. Like <laughs> we're really splitting hairs here if we're going to say that that's not killing <laughs> Ra's al Ghul.
1: Yeah. The the old I'm not going to kill you, but I'm also not going to save you.
0: Yeah, which I like that line a lot, I think, as a kid. But yeah, n- now I just,
1: well, you pretty much killed him. Yeah. It's, hey, he put himself on that train, Sam. He didn't have to do that. Right. That's, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I think he, you he can make changed, that argument. He did a lot.
0: Batman did a lot on the train to make it so that it was going to crash. Yeah.
1: And then yeah, he he ordered someone to shoot part of the train. To make it yeah. um fall or whatever so one could argue that his plan resulted in Ra- Ra's uncle dying. <laughs> yeah. Well and here's another thing like
0: I'm just curious uh so uh like he, he does a lot of things that will like foreseeably result in people dying. You know, like I mean just mm-hmm. the the car the, the Batmobile chase. So I yeah It seems like he has – there's like this idea in philosophy, uh, the doctrine of double effect, which is like you shouldn't – it's wrong to like uh, kill someone, to intend to kill someone where like they have to die in order for you to achieve what you intend to do. But it is okay to do things where where death is a foreseeable side effect, but it's not like – they don't. No one has to die in order for you to get mm-hmm. the thing that you're after. So it seems like he's maybe operating operating under the doctrine of double effect because he does a lot of things that would like foreseeably result in deaths.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's probably killed a few people. Which yeah. We'll in the next movie, he definitely killed some people. So I'm excited. Uh-huh. It'll really be fun to talk about that. Um, yeah. That. Um, all right. My my next nitpick. Here we go what is happening at the Gotham city um, water facilities place? Cause how have at a city you should be measuring like what is in your water at all times and monitoring it. Like how did they not, de- they, they should have detected this thing. I mean, I guess some, some places don't do a good job, but you'd think the future city of Gotham uh, yeah. would would be managing their water. Also, they're just dumping it into a random pipe. How is it distributing to the entire city? <laughs> like, it's not like they're they're at the asylum. They're not at like the main water place of the city. And for a city that big, there'd probably there have to be multiple of those. Um, yeah. yeah, they're just dumping it into a random <laughs> pipe, and <so> it's going <laughs> to go everywhere.
0: <laughs> that would have been funny if if yeah, it just hadn't distributed to most of the city. <laughs> yeah. And so go ahead still with
1: the plan. Only be at the asylum.
0: <laughs> yeah. It like makes no difference.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, you were only dumping this into what this one area?
1: <laughs> what were you thinking?
0: Yeah. Scarecrow gets chewed out by Razul. Al- yeah. <laughs> um yeah, those those are those are great nitpicks. Uh I guess with the first one you could say there's corruption and so they're turning a blind eye to it, but I like it.
1: Uh, yeah. We live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, awesome. you have any other nitpicks? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think I think, I think I've killed all mine. What about you? Um, no, I think I'm good with that. Though I think that brings me to my last like positive thing for this movie. I think is a good one, and that is the the very ending. The very ending shot. Um, we get the Joker card. And yeah. I think this is something that I think is so great about this movie is that it, it sets the character of Batman up. So that and I think I think that's where I think I th- I think people give all the credit to the Dark Knight and we'll talk about this more in the next one. But I think the Dark Knight can um be so good because this movie was so I think it took this movie being amazing to prepare all the pieces for the Dark Knight. And I like that they didn't start with the Joker. I think that's the iconic character and I think it takes a lot of restraint to be like no we we should we need to establish the character of Batman for the character of Joker to really be able to breathe Um, right and and so I appreciate that they had the restraint to not include him in in this and more set they set the stage for Joker to come in and so I, I really appreciate that
0: yeah, no. I, I mean, I remember at the time being like, "What? Like, what? Scarecrow is the first villain, and I like Scarecrow a mm-hmm. lot, so I was kind of excited." But yeah, it was like it really is a service to Joker to give, you know, to really dedicate this first movie to Batman, so that, that Joker can have
1: his, you know, his movie in the second one. Um, exactly. That's right. Yeah. I think if, I think that's where they learned the lesson from the other movies. It's not that you shouldn't like you know there is a lot to and there's a lot of interest in the villains but you need to establish your main character before you can go dude like to really help the villain shine if you yeah. already have a main character um, and,
0: so. and this i yeah i don't know like so, so many times nowadays when they set up another movie i'm just like oh it's just it's never gonna end whereas yeah with this one it's like I, they've laid the groundwork so that I'm actually excited for, for Joker. And, and even watching it this time, I kind of I felt oh, some yeah. excitement for the next movie. <laughs> um, uh, like,
1: get me started on the next one. I don't want to wait a week to watch that yeah. thing. I want to start now. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. Yeah, I think, as you say, this movie, it, it was like, people need to go back and watch this movie to see how to set up a sequel. Cause yeah. The, it is able to do it without confirm in a way that makes sense without compromising the actual movie itself Um, but anyway that's yeah my last thing do you have anything else you want to talk about no no i i think i i feel a little more positive overall
0: after talking about it um i i still think I, and I think it is. I, def, I think it is fun. I don't know. I, I'll have to, I'll have to revisit it at some point. I, mean, I, I, should, I
1: think your, your critiques are totally valid. I mean, I think this movie is one where it all just depends on like, I, I think there's, this isn't a perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> not. And, it's far, I, far, from that.
0: Yeah. And I guess now you've like, now you've gotten me back on this. They do spend a lot of time on these things that I'm critiquing. They spend a lot of time on them. And so, I think they invite these kinds of criticisms, even though there is a lot of fun Batman stuff in there too. Um, So, well, uh, well, that was, uh, that was fun. Um, I'm excited for the dark night. Um, And uh, yeah, just uh, rate and review us uh, on whatever podcast uh, app or whatever you listen to. um, And uh, reach out to us movies full of heart at Gmail Uh, movies with heart uh, at movies with heart on Twitter and um, yeah join us next week uh, for a discussion of The Dark Knight